Welcome to the Million Dollar Listening Podcast. In this show, we aim to help people grow in all areas of life with the focus of getting to the next level. I'm your host, Mari Wines, realtor, marketing guru, real estate coach, and co-owner of E3 Realty. Mindset coach, intuitive coach, pranic healer, energy healer, and one of my all-time favorite people ever, Michelle McClintock. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I'm happy to be here. I'm so happy you're here, too. I'm so happy I get to see you. Thank you. Same. So you do so many things. Do you want to kind of give a brief overview of the services you provide and what you're an expert at? Yes, I would love to. So my background is energy healing. I'm a medical intuitive, hypnotherapist, um, mindset coach, intuitive coach. I have a lot of different names or titles that I might go by, but really what I do is working with people to help them shift their mindset and shift their energy and what's been going on in their lives so they can really step into who they want to be and grow and really improve their lives. Yeah, so... It's, it's amazing how much is blocking all of us. I mean, I have personally worked with you, and it's amazing all the blockages we all have. And even though we did that work, I'm sure I have all new blockages right now. Yeah, yeah, we all do. <laughs> and yeah. so even though the ones that we work through, like, changed my life for the better in huge, huge ways, they come back. But what, out of all the services you just mentioned, what do you think is the most popular? What are people coming to you for the most? I would say lately it's been a lot of energy healing work as well as the medical intuition because when we have things going on in our body that show up physically, there's always an energetic component behind it. There's always past or history that is showing up in the physical body. So people come and they're like, I'm having migraines or I'm having these aches and pains that the doctors don't know what they are. And there's we look for what's the energy behind it, what's really what's going on underneath. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, it's crazy what our mind, the mind-body connection and all of that that you're mentioning, how it impacts our health. Yeah, it really is. And, and we don't always think about it, right? Because we automatically go to the doctor. Something's wrong with me. Something's hurting. Something's not working. I'm, you know, or we use words like, words like I'm stuck. I'm blocked. I can't move forward. I can't find love. I can't find a better job. All of these things that we don't realize are this stuck energy or the mindset or the beliefs we have about ourselves that typically come from when we're younger, things that we've been through that we're carrying on the subconscious level that are showing up in our day-to-day life. And we don't really know that that's what's there until we dig into it. Yeah. And I think everyone's pretty familiar with mindset, mindset, mindset. And then another term that you haven't mentioned yet, but it has to do with everything you're saying is the childhood trauma is one of the big things that blocks all of us from being our best selves or stepping into our most successful selves. Absolutely. And I will say most of the people that I work with do have some sort of childhood trauma, whether it's something that's big and huge that we might hear about sexual abuse or, you know, emotional abuse. There may be medical trauma. Maybe they were a child who was sick and they're bringing all of this to present day, or maybe they were in a household where they were ridiculed or belittled. And so their mindset and their outlook on themselves is in such a dark negative space. And they don't even realize that that's where it comes from. You know, this, you know, we step into this, I'm not enough and I'm not okay. And 
um, that's all beliefs that we pick up when we're younger that really affect our mindset. So you're absolutely right when we talk about mindset and how you wake up every day and how you feel about yourself and your outlook on the world, which is mindset, um, can impact every corner of your life. Yeah. Yeah. And we do. We have these limiting beliefs that we may have started when we were four years old and we have no idea because of an experience we had. And even people who are like, I grew up in an amazing home, sometimes just a conversation with a teacher at a certain age that hurt their feelings could have created a limiting belief that's stopping them in their relationship or their job or like yeah. the mind is complicated and we have to dig so deep. Absolutely. And I'll share just, you know, several months ago, I was again revisiting my belief system and I had this old buried deep down in the depths belief that I wasn't important. And so when that came up, it was like, oh, wow, how is that showing up in my world of feeling not important? And it can show up like in your relationship and your career. So, you know, that's I see that so often of, you know, going back to what were the messages you got? from your parents, from your teachers, from the people who were important and critical in your life, and especially around body image and um, your intelligence and your importance in the world, and that can really interfere. Yeah, definitely. And um, like for me, fear was one of them. It was huge, but I'm like this strong, determined, overachiever. Like you would never guess that fear, and I, I will call myself fearless in my day-to-day -day decisions. I'm fearless. I, I truly feel that way. But I had these deep down fears and that's why I am the way that I am to exactly. protect myself exactly. because I was scared of what could happen if I'm not all of these ways. Yeah. And that's what was blocking me in my relationship because my fear was like, you stay away. I got a good thing going here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you are not ruin it. Exactly. And I'm so that fear can show up as I'm fearful and I don't do things or I overcompensate mm -hmm. so much that I'm doing all the things. And then you can burn yourself out, right? Because you're like, I'm and you become so fiercely independent. I don't need anybody. I don't need anything. I've got this. And that's where it interferes in the relationships. But that's bred from that kind of fear of I'm going to mess up or I'm not enough or things aren't going to go the right way or I'm going to do it wrong, right? So, yeah. yeah, yeah, you did a great job moving through that because I, I see that one often. You know, if you're not feeling secure when you're a kid, if you don't feel secure in your world, that's very scary. Mm -hmm. And so that can show up in a lot of different ways, just like you mentioned. You may become someone who's really codependent, a real people pleaser. I see a lot of people pleasers in my practice who come and they're just so exhausted from making everyone else feel better while making themselves feel terrible. Yeah. That's yeah. And mindset. sometimes people think like, that's just who I am. I'm a fixer. I'm a pleaser. But it's so not true. I have gone, I went through a phase like that where I was incredibly codependent and I yeah. did everything. I, Diego and Ramsey never left the house without their lunches perfectly made, sunscreen, like you name it. And I don't do any of that yeah. anymore. Good for you. It's not who yeah. I am. <laughs> right. Because we, you figured out that so you don't have to earn love that way, right? Yeah. You don't have to. Yeah. So some people think they're stuck. It's just the way they are. But everything can be worked through. Mm -hmm. I think at any age, um, when Diego and I were both seeing you at the same time and he was going once a week and that was the first time he had really, well, not the first time he had done any work on himself, but in this sort of setting. Um, and so it worked. We're changed people. I just asked him this morning if I said, do you mind if I mentioned that you saw Michelle once a week on the podcast? And he said, 
No, she changed my life. Oh, thank you so much. So. Yeah, it was so such an honor to work with him and with you both and see the transformation in both of you and how it brought you so beautifully together to where you are now. And that's just such a gift that you gave yourselves by doing the work. You have to show up. You have to do the work. You have to get your your hands dirty and really get in the weeds of of your own mindset and your own beliefs and how you're seeing each other, mm-hmm. you know, because I, I work with, with people who are so stuck in the space in their relationship and not saying that this was you guys of only seeing the bad in their partner. Right. And when we can shift that, look for the good, look for their wounds, look for how we can love and support each other while you're doing your own work. It's, it's life changing. I had to do a lot of that work in my own relationship too. You know, I've been married a very long time with my husband. So as your relationships evolve, also things sometimes have to change and shift and grow together. So I love that you guys are on this journey together and did that work together. It was really amazing. Yeah. And I think that was like the ultimate, like we are committing because we know we're willing to do the work. And as individuals, we're so complicated with all these limiting beliefs that we are just discussing. So when you combine two humans with all this childhood trauma, all these limiting beliefs, all of their stuff. Yeah. It's not going to be easy. Yeah. And you guys had so much history knowing each other for most of your lives. So there was all this extra history and extra um, baggage, if you will, that, yeah. that you guys had, you know, things that had happened or experienced. We both bring our, you both bring your own experiences to the table. And how are we going to now come together so beautifully? And you are now. And I love that you said doing the work, wanting to do the work, because I get a lot of people who will call me up and how many sessions will it take and how much money is it going to cost me? And I'm like, mm, it's how, it's how much work you're willing to do, how much effort you're willing to put into. So, you know, my perfect person to work with you and Diego are great examples are ones who are going to show up and be vulnerable and really want to do the work and really want to examine themselves and look at and be open to having different experiences in your life. And you guys did a great job. Yeah. Um, that's actually one of my questions later on is how many sessions do most people do? But I will say that it got to the point where I just kept buying <laughs> packages with you. Now that I know you're here, we're going to see you again. Yay. Um, but it got to the point where I came in and I was like, everything's amazing. I don't even know what to talk to you about. I don't know what to work on. And we ended up doing, it was a, this is just something that you can help people with that hasn't been mentioned whatsoever. I don't know if you remember this, but it was my relationship with money. Yeah. Cause I was like, work is good. Relationship is good. Family's good. I'm in peace. I'm relaxed. The stress is gone. You know, anxiety is gone. And so we simply did what is my relationship with money to see if I had any blockages stopping me from getting to that next level. Yeah. And it was so cool. Yeah. I loved that. Yeah. We did that great money healing exercise for you. And it's so enlightening to see not only how you view money, but how what's your relationship and how does money view you, which Mm -hmm. is the, the exercise that we did. And then also always looking at what are the beliefs that you formed around money growing up? What did you hear in your family? What came through your family line? Is there really strong lack or... Um, not enough energy around money. You know, I, I work with a lot of people around that too, where they're like, well, I grew up and, and I was always told, don't ask for things. You're being greedy. There's not enough money. We have to penny pinch. Um, can't turn the air conditioner on. So then we grow up and we're trying to be abundant and we're trying to, especially in your line of work, trying to be an entrepreneur, trying to get out there and, and make money and, and sell. And you can get in your own way because there's this belief of, 
got to pinch the pennies. I can't sell the million dollar homes because, oh my gosh, people should not be spending that much money. I can only sell the $300,000 homes, right? So the money stuff can, can show up in relationships and most specifically in your career and really put a cap on how far you can go and you're doing it yourself. You don't even realize it. Yeah, Mm -hmm. but that was interesting. And so I think I left that day with a checklist of things I was going to do. And I still have that checklist. You do? I love that. And I still have um, a creative vision board. Well, I'll just give an example so people kind of understand. For me, it was she was trying to say how we couldn't really figure out how I felt about money. And I was just, I work a lot. So I was tired. And she, you would ask me, well, what, what's the most exciting thing you spend money on? And I'm like, I'm not excited. I'm never excited. The most exciting thing I buy are plane tickets to Maui to go visit home. And even when I buy them, I'm not excited because I'm like, okay, how am I going to get from this day to the day I have to get on the plane? And so we figured out to me what would make me want to make more money was the freedom. Yeah. And so freedom costs money sometimes. Yeah. And so that was really the ticket for me. And it was, you know, what are all the things that I could bring to my life that would give me freedom that I'd have to pay for. And then. Right. And money supports your feeling of freedom. Yeah. Like a great mantra is money supports my peace of mind. Mm -hmm. Right. Because people don't think about, you know, oh, I need money. I have to do all these things and pay the bills. But that question of what, what do you do that's exciting? What do you do with the money that you make that's for you that really lights you up? And are you just barely surviving and paying the bills? So you have a really negative outlook on, on how money is in your world. And you can absolutely open the floodgates to abundance when you start doing that kind of work. Absolutely. Did you experience that? I'm curious. Um, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Good. <laughs> well, I was already in a place where I was comfortable, and I think that was kind of my problem is that yeah. my bills were always paid. Yeah. My money was always managed. Yeah. I could buy things. I didn't necessarily have time to even figure out what my hobbies were to buy. So I really needed that freedom piece to even see, like, what will I want to buy my most recent purchase was a sauna. So yes, I love that. <laughs> kind Congratulations. Of, where before I wouldn't have even thought about that. And I, I will often ask people, how much money would you be comfortable with? And I so often hear, well, I only need. I just need. I don't want to be greedy. You're not being greedy by asking for more, by saying, I want to shop without limits. I want to take my family on vacations. You don't have to put a cap on it. You want to open it up so that there's just this universal abundance that can come to you. And once you can do that and get comfortable in that space, the money starts to come. It's pretty amazing. And then another thing that's really expensive for people, so they kind of hold back from spending money on, unfortunately, is health. And there's so many different avenues that we could spend money on health and even like working with you that I mean mental health to me is most of your physical problems are from your mentality so anytime I'm anything's hurting or I don't feel good I'm like okay stress (laughs) what happened I know that it's not actually coming from the physical me but Mm -hmm. now it's like if something once you get in the habit of doing that and the money is coming to you and something happens with your health anyway you're you're happy to spend it and so that's what I think because Our health is the most important thing we have. Absolutely. I agree. And, you know, sometimes we try to go to the doctor, we get on a medication and, but we haven't shifted anything in our mindset and the way we see the world. And we haven't done any of that deeper healing. So it's just a Mm bandaid. So then you're like, well, this medicine's not working. Well, it's not meant to be quite that magical, right? There's work that still has to be done. And a lot of people can, can do that work and then just, you know, get off the medication or feel really amazing and it's just great in tandem with anything you're doing also with the doctor. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. For the most part, it is just a cover up, though. Yeah. And it might cause or it might help relieve whatever. Yeah. There is. And don't get me wrong. I will take the medication for yeah. the relief. Absolutely. But yeah, there is the deeper work and there's always the deeper work. And I'm kind of like, let me take this medication temporarily until I have time to figure to dig. Yeah. Deep. So. Yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah. Seeing people that show up, you know, that are having a lot of anxiety. I see a lot of anxiety right now. Um, and often it is just this kind of underlying fear of where they're at, what's happening, where they're going, and it's showing up as this physical symptom of anxiety. And once we can figure out where that's coming from and work on healing that, people see huge shifts in their energy and their anxiety, just feeling calmer. And that's what I want for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. And so we are talking about all these like heavy topics and very important, the most important topics in life, I would say. Um, And so I just want to talk about how when you start working, when I started working with you, how we get, because people are probably like, how do they solve these problems? These are like the biggest problems in the world. (laughs) And I just do it by talking. Yeah. But all of us with all these blockages, you start by getting, I don't know if that's the right way to say it, so maybe you can explain it better than I can, but getting me or Diego or whoever you're working with into a pretty deep meditative state. Yeah. And so do you want to kind of explain the flow of how a session with you would go and Yeah, absolutely. So if you're doing a healing session with me, then you're going to come and we're going to talk and we're going to do a little bit of what's going on for you. How are you showing up today? What would you like to focus on? Because it's always your session. And then I have some music that I play. And, you know, some people do need a little bit more talking and almost like a hypnosis of here. You can calm down and focus on this. And then what I'm doing as you're relaxing in this meditative or hypnotic state is really looking at the energy and the pockets of stuck energy. So if you think about everything that you do in life can create like an energy imprint on you. So after a long time, you might have a lot of different imprints on you that feels like all this stuck energy. You can feel really heavy, really foggy, cloudy in the head. So I kind of describe it as you get all these cotton balls around you that are really heavy and you can't see clearly anymore, clearing the cotton balls out. And we don't always need to know exactly what everything is, right? Sometimes we just, let's shift the energy. We look at the chakras, we look at the aura, we look at the um, the flow of energy in the body. It's kind of like you can have a kink in your hose. And so I'm clearing that out and rebalancing the chakras, which are the energy centers of the body that keep us feeling our best emotionally, physically, um, mentally, and so yeah, during the session, then you just get to relax and I'm clearing all that energy out for you. And then at the end, I always like to give a summary. Here's what came up for you. I noticed that you're holding a lot of fear in the heart space. Um, do you want to talk about that and give space to kind of talk about that and talk it through where that might be coming from, where I think it might be coming from? And so then we can look at next steps for, for clearing that out even more. Yeah, and so you get into this meditative state, which kind of just takes all your everyday stresses away. You're not thinking about that anymore, and you're actually able to feel you. Yeah. And so then you would sometimes add in, like, is it like neurolinguistic programming? Yep. Or what is the imagery? The imagery is what would, like, get me. I don't, what is the name of that? Um, yeah, I think the visualization. The, yeah, the, yeah, there we go. The Vis- visualization yeah. for the, people is really powerful. Um, and I love to have you go into the visualization yourself and we see what we see together 
and what can be cleared in that space. Because visualization is really powerful, whether it's like visualizing yourself healthy, whole, and healed, visualizing yourself as a millionaire, visualizing yourself as part of manifestation. Mm -hmm. So in this healing, we're also doing this visualization to manifest and to help you get to where you want to feel your best healthy and whole, right? Healed and whole. Yeah. yeah. I love the visualization it's exercises so yeah. and the yeah, neuro-linguistic programming. But the visualization, you would ask me things. I'm like, there's no way I'm going to be able to tell her. I'm not going to be able to see what she's asking me. And then yeah. I'd be like, holy shit, I see it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like when I do a past life regression <laughs> yeah. with someone and they're like, oh, no, I, can never, I can't do that. Like, There's no way. And I'm like, I have 100% success rate with this, <laughs> with this process. Everybody can do it. And then people are always so surprised. And we always feel like we're making it up when we're in that place. But it, I just say, just let go of the monkey mind and just say the first thing that you see because you're going to see everything there. So you were so great at that too. And so, and you have to be open and willing. And you were, you were like, yes, I want to do this. I want to see this. I want to experience this. And it's, it's so fun. Yeah. And I mean, people might be a little bit hesitant yeah. or fearful, but it changed our lives. Diego and I have a relationship that yeah. I never thought I would have yeah. my whole life. Like I grew up saying like, I'm never getting married and every relationship I had never felt like this. And like now the fact that we're like Sometimes I'm like, I don't even want to do anything else in life. Like, I just want to enjoy you because I can't oh. believe that I found you and I like you this much. I love that so <laughs> and I much. I still like you this much. Yeah. So. And if you think about maybe where that came from for you, like what was it like growing up with your parents or the relationships that you saw? So if you grow up where you're, it, you see relationships that are unhealthy and they're fighting and you think, God, relationships are so hard. I don't ever want I don't ever want to feel that way the way that I see my parents feel or my grandparents feel or my aunt and uncle. I don't want that. And so we can subconsciously block that. I don't want it. And then we say we want it. Oh, I really want to find love. But you have that mindset yeah. block, that that subconscious block that's saying, heck no, I don't want that. That's hard. Yeah. Look at that. Or relationships don't last. They don't last. Yes, they don't last. That's like why do it anyway? Yeah. Why even bother? It's just a waste of my time. I'll just get my heart broken. Yeah. Because we see that over and over again. People or in unhealthy relationships. Yeah, that's when I see a lot. I work with a lot of women who grew up with dysfunctional um, relationships with the parents, whether they were together or not. Sometimes together and the constant fighting is a lot harder yeah. on kids. And then they grow up and they have trouble finding love. They keep seeking for it, but then they're afraid of it or they're attracting the wrong kind of partners because they don't know what a healthy relationship looks like. So that's where visualization comes in good too. How do you want to feel? What kind of a partner do you want? And um, I think you and I did that. Oh, yeah. And Diego, check the boxes, right? <laughs> yeah. You're like, oh, my gosh, I have this person. Yeah. yeah. And do you want to know what we actually do? I don't. I want to say every year. I don't know if it's every year, but once in a while, he'll be like, if, if we're not connecting on something or if we wish something was a little bit better, he's like, can you just add that into your yeah. <laughs> paragraph? And so sure enough, I'll go edit it. And add in whatever's missing, and that's part of I love the that. checklist. Yeah, and the checking in with each other, too, is really important. You know, my, me and my husband will check in, you know, what's working, what's not working, especially when you feel disconnected with your partner. It's really important to just do that quick check-in, what's going on, let's reconnect, because you can get really far apart if you're not doing that. Yes. And that's when, then, then we start to, the stories in our heads start to go crazy. So, yeah, you guys are doing great. Yeah, so he'll say that. And I'm like, yep, I got it. I got, I got this. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm on yeah. it. So I know we've mentioned all these topics, but I'm guessing anxiety is probably one of the most common reasons people come. But are there any other topics? What are the most 
popular topics that people come to you with or you know what I mean? I would say I work with a lot of entrepreneurs women who are entrepreneurs who are um, struggling to build their business. That's been a hot topic for me, I would say, over the last year or two. I'm working with a lot of um, women who are business owners, light workers, and just to help them clear the blocks that are keeping them from expanding their business. Yes, and then the anxiety, especially during the pandemic, um, a lot of anxiety came up for people, um, medical anxiety, um, yeah, but I think that right now, really, the entrepreneurs are are who seems to be coming in droves, you know, just wanting to be in that space, but not quite knowing how to shift their mindset to where they're attracting their ideal client. Because we all do have the perfect people we want to work mm-hmm. with and the perfect business we want to have and really getting clear on that and clearing out any blocks to that. And you can just see your business like go places you hadn't imagined. Yeah, so it's funny because here we have our brand manager program, yeah. and it's a brand manager program, and it's building your brand, but really, it's and that's my department. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what do you want your life to look like? Yes. Because your brand, we're going to build your brand around that, and we want your tribe to come to you. Yes. We all, I have clients I love to work with more than others, and it's so nice when I get the people that I enjoy working with because when you're in real estate, you're texting someone from morning to night, 30 days straight, sometimes yeah. longer. Yeah. And so we have each agent building their personal brand here. And really, it's to attract their tribe. But I would love to help the women that you work with. I have, like, the best tricks and little things to get your online presence set up. It's like a one-time thing. So I would love to volunteer my time if you ever want to. I would love that. I have a couple women I, I have make, in mind already. I would make yes. feel so yes, good. Because like marketing's not my jam. But what I love about your approach is you're saying, how do you want to live? How do you want to feel? You know, and it's like, what do you want your life to look like every day? Mm-hmm. Do you want to only work two days a week, three days a week? Do you want to spend more time with your kids? Mm-hmm. Um, what's the goal? And then build into that mm-hmm. instead of building and then trying to conform Figure it. it all out. Yeah, yeah, start from there. What feeds your soul? Because you're more likely to stick with it and be successful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know we've talked about this also the whole time, but I have a question here. What is one of the ways? That most commonly that you see people in their own way. And I know it's really in every topic and we've been talking about it over and over again, but is there something you see pretty repetitively? 100%, the belief that they're not enough. That's the belief, I'm not enough. I see that constantly and it shows up as I'm not good enough, that's not for me, I'll never get there, I'll never do that, you know, I'll never make this kind of money, I'll never have this kind of partner because in there's a really deep core belief that they are not good enough. And, you know, that causes people to really pull within themselves and shy away from taking risk. Yeah. Well, and especially like in the world that we live in, it's hard to be enough because there's so much now. There's so much. Mm -hmm. And it gets worse and worse. Yeah, it gets worse and worse. And it's not just, you know, you don't make enough money. You're not pretty enough. You're not skinny enough. You're not this. You're not that. You know, it's, it's, you know, this constant you know, trying to make yourself be something else instead of celebrating and um, enhancing or en- encouraging or enlightening what who you already are, making your own light brighter instead of trying to make it different, right? Because everyone is so unique and wonderful and beautiful. And so it's really tapping into their um, specific light, right? Yeah. yeah. I think depression is really common because we are trying to be enough and do all these things. And like you said, 
have the body, have the career, have the family, be an amazing mom, be an amazing friend, go on girl trips, like all these things. But when you actually do this kind of work and figure out who you are, Mm -hmm. you're like, oh my gosh, I have, it's all around me and I love it. Yeah. And Diego and I always say like, you know, we could just live off, like, here's what we need to be happy. And it's like three things. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't, we don't need any of that. And so when you get to that point, it's, very empowering and it allows you to take those risks because you're what do I have to lose yeah exactly. I already have my three things they're not going anywhere yeah yeah and kind of taking stock of do I really need all of this is this really what I do I really want all this do I really have to drive that car do I really have to you know live in that space and what makes me happy instead of what makes other people happy I see that a lot too people trying to do what other people want them to do and be who other people want them to be and they're miserable and they're yeah. not they're not finding their own joy. So yeah. that's really important. And then, you know, I, I, I will get the, the woman who's, I'm just so tired and I'm this, and I'm like, you're describing a bit of depression to me. Mm-hmm. Let's dig into that. You know, let's talk more about that. Where's that coming from? How are you feeling? Mm-hmm. So I know we talked about the number of sessions that people need, and I'll ask you, but I will say that I already mentioned that I would just keep (laughs) buying the packages and even after that money exercise before I mean now I don't work weekends which is amazing and I tried to lighten my Friday load which is extra amazing but before when I was seeing you I worked Thursdays were the only day off yep and I had to force myself to take Thursdays off and so I would start my only day off of the week with you I'd go get a juice I think either before or after but I just remember leaving and after being in that deep meditative state just feeling like amazing like feeling high feeling like I was like walking on clouds yeah like doesn't matter anything that I just even talked about because I feel so good right now yeah and so maybe you can talk about the number of sessions people need or if there's certain topics that require more yeah so it depends on what the goal is depends on how they're showing up how much work they've done already so if it's someone who's you know done a fair amount of work and they're you know which tends to be the people that i tend to work with they've done some amount of work we're trying to go kind of next level and really get them feeling a whole lot better we can get you feeling better in just a couple sessions um i would say my Package of four is the most popular, but I find a lot of clients, they do four, four, four. So, you know, you might work with me for three months. My goal is to never have you work with me forever. My goal is to get you to where you're feeling really good. And then maybe we do, you just come and see me when, you know, things are hard or you need some shifting or, you know, like you're talking about, things have been crazy. Yeah. Um, And just to lighten the energy load for you. So I would say anywhere from four to 12 sessions for most people just depending where they're at in their journey and what the goal is. Yeah. Yeah, I'm such a believer in the work that you do that I would find get gifts for people. And I'm like, yes, and I'm just going to go with you and do it myself. Yes, you have. <laughs> I'll Thank just you check so in. much. Yeah, and your faith in me is so wonderful and so appreciated. Thank you so much. Well, of course, yeah. but yeah, you made a huge difference. I think if anyone is like with their life partner and they know they want to be, but it just seems like things aren't good, I highly recommend Thank you. You for yes, them. Thank so. you. Thank you. Yeah. People usually show up for a session and they've, you know, they feel heavy or they feel tired or they just don't feel good or they feel off. And by the end of an hour, they're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe how much lighter I feel. That's the word I hear a lot. I feel so much lighter as if a weight's been removed actually physically off of you. And you're like, and I can see the change in people's faces. They're glowing and their eyes are brighter. And it's just when we're carrying around so much of that heavier negative energy, 
it's it's like carrying around a weighted vest all the time. You know, we don't mm-hmm. need to we don't need to do that. And a lot of people don't realize how good they're going to feel until they have a session. Then they're like, "Holy cow, I I didn't know I could feel like this." Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and that's good. just the beginning. It's cool to watch. Yeah, <laughs> and I get my own healing. Trust me, because I know. <laughs> I know. Well, how good thank it you is. so much for coming on this show. Thank um, you. By the way, I don't even know if I told you, but the purpose of this podcast is to help people get to the next level in every area of their life. And so you are my first non-real estate person on the show. Oh, I'm so oh, thrilled. Thank you thank so much you. for coming. Thank um, you. Where can people find you if they are interested in working with you? Yep, my website is the best place to find me, www.michellemcclintock.com. All my information, my services is on there. You can book straight through um, straight through my page. You can go. Um, I'm on Instagram a bit. I'm not super huge social media gal um, and <laughs> good intentions. Um, and that's healings by Michelle. And, but yeah, my website is the best way. And if you have any questions or want to set up a free consultation to see if my services are right for you, um, you can just uh, reach out to me up through my website. Perfect. Well, yeah. thank you. I can't wait to schedule some sessions with you, you right after we hang thank up right you. now. Okay. I'm ready. Thank you so much. Thank you.